0: This is Robert balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets Podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer, past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you, and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Okay. Good morning everybody. Today is August 1st. The year is 2023. It's great time to be alive in this crazy world. And today, we have another special session uh, with Coach K and his magic mindset. So always something very, very cool that we're going to learn there. But first things first, we're going to go over the leaderboard. Yesterday, we had the best day ever in the agency. We submitted uh, $45,000 in one day. That never happened before. And again, it's just... uh, Harbinger of things to come. I, I really believe with everything we have cooking, we should be at $100,000 per day by the end of the year. Let's see if I'm right. Okay, I tend to be overly optimistic short-term, and I underestimate long-term. So we'll see what happens. But 45000 in a day with 20 people, we'll take that any day of the week. So let's see who led the way here. So machine is now at uh, seven deals at uh, seventy seven hundred and thirty five in one day. So Tristan, I don't know what to tell you. He has a head start here, buddy. Gotta get him. Uh, then we have Carrie uh, Weissong, three deals seven thousand twenty three. Then we have Jessica found a nice one for fifty eight eighty five. Then Bridget has three deals already at forty seven fifty seven. Erica has three deals, 3660. Mariana consistent, four deals, 3407. Diana rewrote the policy. Hopefully, this will get approved with GPM for 29.07. Akela scratch for 2442. Then we have Stephanie. Stephanie, a, a brand new agent with us. Second week. Three deals, 2296 Felicity. Also has another one, 2125. Uh, Christopher Penny now has two of them. 1985 uh, uh, so far, but yesterday was really uh, his first deal on the bonus lead. So let's see if if we have Christopher here. I know Tristan, you've been working with the guy, right? So yesterday he he scratched the bonus leads on the first day of calling bonus leads. Okay. Very good indicator that something will happen there. So maybe Tristan, can you just unmute yourself and maybe share with the team what led to, to this success that somebody gets the leads the first day and then immediately write a business for over a thousand bucks?
1: Oh yeah, I think I think Lee was working with him more than I was, um, but just putting in the dials. I mean, you know, it, it, you're really going to tell if somebody's going to make it. You know, on that first day, you know, when they come out and they put in, you know, they're either going to put in twenty dollars that first day, or they're going to put in, you know, two, three hundred, and that's going to, you know, decipher whether they're going to make it or not. That
0: is the, that is that is the magic right there, guys. That's the best leading indicator: the number of dials that people make when they start. What we know across many different people, it's going to take around 150 dials to make a sale. Also, what we like to say is 150 dials to find a sale, because they're there. You just need to find them. But if you don't put the activity, nothing happens. So super ex- excited for Mr. Penny here. And let's see what happens for the rest of the week. He has a lot of leads. Then um, we have uh, Lee Scratch for 1600, Marsha. Wrote seven apps, so seven apps at twelve fifty-five. I think five of them were children's apps. So maybe that's something we don't know. It's so much there was about. five
2: from one family and two from another. It's fourteen hundred because they all got thirty thousand from their grandpa.
0: So so let's let's share with the people. Finding five children apps in a day is fantastic. It's going to help with your persistency. It's going to help with placement. It's going to help with everything. So so what was the the strategy there?
2: So um, I was talking to the gentleman. He didn't like what I showed him for protecting him because he's got, you know, insulin and sh- shots and he's not the best diabetic candidate. But um, he said, you know, I said, who are you trying to protect? He said, my grandkids. He said, what about if I get policies for them? I said, fantastic idea. So I showed him a couple of options. We couldn't fit everybody on. It's only a six that you can fit on Foresters. So I did the one family of five and then the other kids, the two, so I've got seven, it would be four, it's 1400 combined. Um, and he is just, they, everybody got approved five, got approved right away. And the other two got approved this morning. So he, he's thrilled. And then I called foresters and cause I, I called him back. I said, Hey, <clears throat> if there's a possibility, I could get you a policy. Did this take care of your need or did you, are you still interested in a little something on yourself? He said, Oh, you know, I'd be interested in a little something on myself. So I talked to the, our, our favorite underwriter at Foresters, And um, she actually said he'd, he'd go through standard. I said, I did the, the chart twice, that little, you know, figure out what he's got going on. Now she did tell me something I thought was noteworthy. So if you have somebody who gets that, you know, they, they go in for angina, but it's really just gas. What you have to say, so they don't kick it out, is it is a non-cardiac, totally resolved event those words exactly non cardiac totally resolved she said that'll get it to go through. there's my hot tip of the day guys
0: sounds good A, hey, it's it's seven children's apps i don't think it's six years marsha i i don't i haven't seen a family that canceled their policy if they wrote children's apps it just it just stays in the books like that and he guy had a grandchild
2: that was going to turn 17 18 and i said well snip snap you're just right in time we can get him in and then he's gonna have that insurance trust, which what um Dick always calls it, you know, that could be up to hundred and twenty-five thousand. I said, and no matter what his health is. If my kids would have had it, they'd be covered. So he was really, really pleased.
0: So that is awesome. And again, you know, uh, this is this is uh, an easy question to ask. Just put it as part of your routine and they will start popping. Even if it's ten, you know, five, ten dollars a month, it doesn't matter. What matters that they stay on the books and that you protect that kid for the rest of their life because you don't know what's going to happen. You have no idea. I had a neighbor, I was talking to a lady at the practice the other day. It was a 12-year-old and all of a sudden, 12-year-old was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes out of nowhere, right? Perfectly healthy people. And now she, I mean, all kinds of different issues. Can't get any life insurance. We can't build an IUL, none. So, like Dick Sylvester says, the best time to get insurance is when you can get qualified for. Uh, okay, so then we have Chelsea wrote another one, 1068. Marcus scratch for 1056. Siles scratch for 1045. Carla had another one, 891. Wayne had one 594. And then Nikki Moore found a small one too. So that's where we are. Record day, great momentum. And can't wait to see what's going to happen this week. This could be one of those weeks where we break 150, which would be the new record for the agency. So, Coach K, I'm handing it over to you, my friend.
1: All right, right on. So, yeah, we talk about mindset all the time. And today we're going to talk about the characteristics of champions, right? And every single person can take on those characteristics of a champion by switching the dialogue that you talk about in your head and doing what champions do. Right. Uh, So a great story about this is uh Sean Casey baseball player. He made it to the all-star game. And at that time, Albert Pujols was also there and, and Albert Pujols at that time was, was the guy. Right. And, and he was talking to uh, the other players that, that were playing with them. They're like, they're like, what's the deal with this guy? What sets him apart? And they're like, you know, you never see anything like it It could be end of, july you know we're playing out in the middle of nowhere wherever you know it's the ninth inning he's the last guy up to bat we could be up seven nothing and he's trying to go out there and act like you know everything's on the line every day he just showed up every single day like they were playing for everything on every single play you know his preparation everything and they're like that's why he's so good right and it gets into you know uh something that i ran into i was uh, with with bob bowman and bob bowman was the guy that uh coached michael phelps all those years to all those different uh gold medals and world records and everything else and bob bowman actually uh has cranked out a lot of other athletes other than uh michael phelps that's swimmers that is and he's the head coach at arizona state now i believe i think it's arizona state i always mix up arizona state arizona uh but uh he was talking about a few different things he said number one is champions have a clear plan for their success and goals right right So they know exactly what they want. Right. The second thing is he said is that champions welcome adversity as a way to grow. Right. And that's really that adversity and failure is a huge part of achieving a goal. Right. And going through those ups and downs. Right. He said champions too, they're going to produce predictable results in unpredictable environments. Right. And he was talking about the Olympics and, and all these different things. And, There's a lot of things that happen around the Olympics. And he's like, it's really just a big media event with uh, athletic events planned all around it, right? That's what it's turned into. And there's a lot of chaos that goes on there. Uh, Something else that people don't realize too is that a lot of the time, um, the actual facilities that the the athletes are using um, when they're sleeping and the dining facilities and and everything like that, they're not up to par what they usually take. So a lot of those teams, uh, you know, the swimmers, they're sleeping in a room with like eight other swimmers. Um, You know, the the dining hall stuff, they're not always in control of like all their their things that they're going to be eating, depending on the team. Uh, You know, I know the triathlon guys, that was different. (laughs) They had a whole other uh, facility a lot of the time that they would stay at uh, before um, the event and all these different things. Uh, But there's a lot of things that can go out, you know, be out of their control. And so they used to train for these different things and and put them under adverse conditions. And I think you guys have told me, uh, you've heard me told the story where there was a, a lesser race that Phelps was in. And Bowman stepped on, on Michael Phelps' uh, goggles and broke them. He's like, okay, you're going to have to figure this out. And and his goggles filled up with water. But Phelps had developed and worked on himself and basically worked on visualizing things. And he's like, that's all right. He goes, I know exactly how many strokes I need to hit with each lap that I'm doing. And so all he did was just counted strokes. His goggles are all filled up with water. And he's just like, that's fine. He's like, I just know if I do these many strokes, it's like, okay, this is time for me to turn, hit the flip turn. It was that ingrained in him, right? That kind of practice every single day, right? And so he's able to produce that. Um, The other thing is he talks about champions rehearse success daily physically emotionally mentally right they show up every single day they put in that work right and one of the things he talked about too is Bowman. he said he goes my number one coaching philosophy he goes if i had to boil it down it's all about this he says value the process more than the outcome right we talk about that all the time here right doc lee he grains it into all of us right and you just have to work on controlling what's controllable you know nick saban uh, back when he was the coach at Michigan State, that's really what got him propelled and taking off there in his coaching career. They were going into a big game, and I, I'm pretty sure it was against Ohio State, where they were the, the number one team in the country. Uh, in Michigan State at the time, they were not. They were like 500 or whatever it may be. And he said, you know what, guys? Listen, we're just going to go out there, and we're just going to play each play to its fullest. He's like, that's all I care about. He goes, just go out there, win each play. And, and just focus in on what's at hand right in front of you. You know, each individual just do their job, win that battle with the guy that you're going up against and just take it play by play. And they did that and they went out there and they won that game. And uh, Saban said, that was a thing that completely changed his whole direct to, uh, direction as a coach. And he's like, what happened was it actually took a lot of the stress off us and made coaching more enjoyable and we got better results. And it's the same thing here. It's really just focusing in on doing those things uh, things that you can control every single day right and marrying the process divorcing the results as we say right and one of the biggest things he talks about though too is champions have a dream and they got a big dream right so you know swimming I don't know why but like you know I, I spent a lot of years swimming and everything like that and like the, the five o'clock practice is like the norm I don't know why they do it uh you know no other sport has got to have the early practices it doesn't really make a lot of sense in a lot of people <laughs> a lot of different reasons, but they talk about that. He's like, you know, it's pretty hard to get out of bed if if your uh if your goal is just you know go swim 10,000 yards for that practice. He goes, but if you have that goal of being a world champion, right? Yeah, it makes it definitely easier to get out of bed. And it's the same thing here. You know, Dan Sullivan is a, is a famous entrepreneurial coach out there. And he talks about, hey, if you want to have more motivation, right, or you want to get more excited about things, you got to set a bigger goal, right? A lot of people just do not have big goals that really excite them. If your, your goal is just to scrape by and pay the bills, eh, you probably not going to really enjoy getting up and going to work on a, on a daily basis, right? But if you have a big goal to really go out there and 10x what you're doing, right? And have massive income goals or whatever it may be to have a massive impact, it makes it a lot easier to get up, get out of bed and get after it, right? So that dream really ignites that whole mental process, right? And he talks about when Michael Phelps, he, you know, Michael Phelps started having some success, he's like, it's like, listen, what do you want to be? It was I think it was like after the second Olympics that he did, and he said, "I want to be the best ever." And at that point, Bob Bowman said, "It it really was like a bomb went off in my head." And then Phelps says to him, "Can you get me there?" He goes, "I'm already there, right?" He had the whole process of what they're doing, and they're very long term thinking. They're like he had eight year plans and structures for him, right? And it's the same thing here: is if you have that long term plan, you know, don't think of it as like. Hey, I got to make it this month. No, think of it. I got to make it to the five year mark, the eight year mark, whatever it may be. And you get to that mark, you're going to be all set. Right. And and that's really what champions do better, too, than everybody else is they have that long term goal. Right. And uh, taking it down to to the the, and then basically you got your long term goal. Right. Then you break it down to a year goal. Right. And Bowman could write out all his workouts for the next year. He knew exactly how everything needs to be structured in order to go out there and hit those goals. And he's then, then we broke it down to those 90-day goals. He goes, but where, where it really gets done and where the rubber hits the road is the immediate goal, the right now, right? And that's when we, you guys have heard me talk about Trevor Moed, and he has uh, that book out there called It Takes What It Takes. And you know, people, when they have goals, they think they have all these different options and all these different things they can be doing. But it's really clear. In every moment, you're either doing something that's getting you closer to your goal or further from your goal. That's it, right? You know, for an athlete, it's real simple. It's like you can go out, they they go out, they get food, right? Is eating, uh, you know, McDonald's, is that getting that athlete closer to the goal or is it going to be, you know – eating some fruit and it's a protein, which one is going to be, get get you closer to your goal. It's really clear. Right. And it's the same thing to do for, for us here. It's very few things that are going to move the needle forward to helping us hit our goals. Right. And so, uh, when he talks about Phelps, he said, he's like, listen, what are your goals here? Right. And he's like, he was a goal setting machine and unbelievable at hitting them. Right. So, He said, I asked him when he was younger. He's just like, I want to hit these three times in these three events. He goes, These are my my three goals. He goes, Okay. He goes, now write down three things that you have to do in order to hit these goals. And he's like, okay. And then he would write down his goals. And then he had his goals on his refrigerator. This was when he's a teenager, still, still living at home. And he would eat, just looking at those goals every single day. And you know, he's a swimmer. He was eating a whole lot, right? So just looking at those goals every meal on that fridge. And what happened? Is he went out and he hit most of those goals with within a hundredth of a second, right? He knew exactly when he wanted to did that. You know, I knew a uh, an Olympic runner who qualified for the um, uh, the marathon uh, in in the Olympics, and he visualized every single mile marker that he was coming through. And on those on a lot of those Olympic uh, courses, when they're doing the Olympic trials, they'll have at each mile marker they'll, they'll have a clock. They'll have those like splits when they're coming through or what the time is. And he said it was the eeriest thing because he came through and he hit every single one of them like dead on. He had like goosebumps, he said, when he was hitting. He's like, Jesus, like this stuff works, right? And so he just came through and hit each of those markers, right? So, you know, it's, it's super important to really just visualize your things. And that's what Bowman was talking about is just going out there and practicing these things. Right. And it's one of the quotes that you guys have heard me talk about a lot of times, champions behave like champions before they're champions, right? It's doing those things every single day, right. That a champion does to hit their goals. Right. And it's the same thing here. Right. So what do you do here? You set your goals. You consistently buy leads, you consistently book appointments and run appointments. That's it. That's all you do. Do that day in, day out, week in, week out. You're going to hit your goals. That's it. Just stack the crap and run it. When I say run appointments, run as many as you can. Stack the crap out of them, right? And you don't know how many to run, ask someone here that is where you want to be. They'll tell you how many they book a day. They'll tell you how many they run a day. They'll tell you how many dials they do a day. They'll tell you how many leads they buy a day. That's it. That's it it's real simple and that's uh that's all I got here